Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. I apologize for uh, the lack of an intro this morning, and uh, uh, sorry about that. Running a little behind. Of course, I told y'all last night, for those who might be watching uh, the evening service, that sometimes that happens. I was actually, uh, I woke up on time. I was actually a little early with several things, and uh, screwing around with an idea I had to four the devotions i looked up and realized i had lost track of time so i'm sorry about that i thought i had plenty of time i was going to try to do something a little different uh as regards to uh how i uh, uh made, you know how on sunday night wednesday night i have just a picture say stand by uh that way it gives me time to get the uh, uh post on my different pages uh the service so people can tune in and watch and uh, I was trying to do, I thought I had enough time to try to do something like that this morning because I wanted to change it up a little bit. So I think it's a little harder to uh, uh, have the time I need to get everything posted. And looked down and saw the time, and I was like, oh no. So I just had to just go ahead and hit start stream and uh, get the internet going and just move forward. That's all I could do. So I apologize for that. And uh, maybe tomorrow I'll be a little more organized. So uh, appreciate your patience uh, this morning. It's much appreciated. Hope everybody did have a good weekend. And I pray that everybody has a good work week. I know I know Mondays, as a rule, are not fun. And uh, it's always, uh, sometimes it's a pain in the derriere to, to how to get uh, the week going. But I pray that all will go well. Uh, and uh, you'll have a fantastic day today remember it's a lot of times it's just a matter of perspective and don't let one person control how you feel and and how you react to your day if you got a nasty boss or a nasty customer don't let them uh, have uh, the effect to to uh, dominate your thoughts for the day and have that victory over your life just let it roll off your back like water on a duck and just uh, move forward and let your joy be full in uh, in the Lord and that's all we can do so don't let one one turkey uh mess everything up so what was it uh uh one monkey don't stop uh how's that go i don't know my eyes went blank anyway <laughs> so but anyway uh of course you know we always try to talk about current events a little bit before i do my devotions and i uh it just blows my mind um i can't remember her name uh she's uh Democratic governor or senator or something like that, and uh, ball-headed chick, and she uh, is on there and encouraging civil unrest until they get their way. In other words, they want them to be able to to throw a little temper tantrum until they get their way. I mean, all that I think of is uh, uh, Andy Griffith. He uh, his son said his boy, he's a real spoiled brat. And he said, hey, just if you throw a tantrum on the floor and keep screaming, I'll give you what you want. So Opie come in there and he was wanting something and Andy wouldn't give it to him. So he looked at him and uh, he said, and so Opie got on the floor and started swinging his arms and kicking his legs. And Andy said, what are you doing? He said, uh, he said I'm trying to throw a tantrum. He said, oh, he said, well, good luck with that. You know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't give it to him. And uh, finally, that, uh, the other boy had learned the hard way that uh, life isn't, a, you know, you can't just get your way all the time and uh told his daddy he needs to take him out to the woodshed and that's what a lot of these little snots up in uh north are needing is their good old woodshed to get their fannies busted and i like to well 
Let's let it go. But anyway, because of their hatred for Trump, they want uh, to continue rioting, and it's just uh, nauseating to say the least. And of course, y'all know they're going to this this whole um, uh, election. They're going to stuff ballot boxes. They're going to lie. They're going to cheat. They're going to do everything they can. Uh, to prevent Trump from being reelected, I hope you understand that, and I think a lot of people do. So it's uh, imperative uh, that we get out there and cast that vote, and hopefully they won't use this COVID as a reason why we can't physically vote at the polls, and that's what it's going to take. But I'm just telling you right now, they're going to use this uh, quarantine to their advantage and try to uh, uh, stuff these ballot boxes with erroneous uh, things. So uh, just. Keep that in mind. That's what's going to happen. But it's just uh, there's two evil, wicked people. Uh, one is so senile he don't even know where he's at. Uh, that's trying to get in the office, and if they get in there, Lord help us. So, let's go ahead and have a uh, do our pledge of allegiance. Uh, if you have your uh, whoops, what I do here? Okay, all right, there we go. Sorry, trying to work on the website here, and uh, like I say, I always take off my hat and stand, and uh, so let us do our pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that, uh, our great, wonderful country. I tell you, like I said, I talking to a young lady the other day that uh, she had to escape from socialism, uh, had to escape persecution for her Christian beliefs to come to this great country. And she was talking about how she just cannot understand why anybody would want uh, socialism. And uh, it blows my mind that anybody would want that. So. But anyway, good morning, Mr. Lee Miller. Uh, thank you, and glad you're watching and tuning in this morning. We're going to look at uh, our passage of Scripture. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. So if you have your Bibles handy, uh, be sure and get those out. And there we go. <laughs> be sure and get those out. and uh, Or your tablets or phones, whatever it is you use, look up Scripture. And if you don't have that readily available, of course, I always bring that up so that you can read along. So let me get this over here on the website up so they can see as well. Ephesians 3, 19. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. As me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. I apologize for the dog barking in the background. If you can hear it, she, uh, uh, we got a great Pyrenees dog, and she barks. Sometimes I think she just barks for no reason. I've looked out the window and can't see a thing in the world, so don't have a clue what the, she's barking at. So apparently something's got her going out there, and I apologize. Good morning, Miss Angel Dixon. So glad to have you here watching this morning as well. Well, we're looking at this passage here. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. And one thing, that the main focal point that I want to bring out this morning is uh, talking about the fullness of God. As we see in this verse here, with the last line, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. You know, a lot of uh, churches and pastors and such, uh, they uh, uh, once you are made that profession of faith, uh, they make it seem as if, well, that's it. That's all you got to do. You can rest easy and uh, go on with your life. 
And that is uh, nothing to be further from the truth. And I think as a result uh, of that kind of mentality and that kind of thinking is that uh, uh, that's why we have such stagnation uh, amongst uh, Christians. We have such apathy. We have such complacency uh, within the Christian community because of their lack of understanding of God's word and the drive and the zeal that is needed in the pursuit of having godliness. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about Ben Franklin, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness kind of thing. I'm talking about a true uh, uh, drive to want more of Christ Jesus, uh, to have that zeal, uh, to constantly never be filled enough with the things of Christ. And that's it. We need to constantly be seeking. We need to constantly be growing in that nurture and admonition of the Lord. And uh, the Apostle Paul, he talks about that uh, many times uh, throughout Scripture. And uh, if you look at Philippians, let me see here if I got that uh, up here. If you look at Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. Now, it may be, I can't tell on my end because of the, uh, the, uh, what, uh, the app that I'm using for this on social media. And on the website, it may be a little hard to, to read. Uh, for you on, uh, online, but it says Philippians 3, 8 through 12, if you want to look that up in your Bibles, it says, Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes from comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I have already attained this or am already perfect, but I press on, make it my own because Christ Jesus made me his own. I press on. That's, that's, that's what my, the, the key uh, here that I want us to look at is to press forward, to keep moving forward, to keep striving to have uh, more of Jesus Christ. You know, you've got to think that Jesus Christ is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is eternity, uh, is uh, ad infinitum, is, uh, you, know, there is, is, you know, there's never ending. Uh, we, there's no way for us as finite beings to understand an infinite God. And so to have that fullness, to have that drive, you know, the, 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 to look at the fullness of Christ would be like looking at uh, an ocean without any uh, shores to be seen. You know, you, you look at, that's one thing I love about going to the ocean, I love going to the beach. I love sitting there, I love watching those waves come crashing in and looking out. Uh, and, and seeing that, like there's, there's like it just seems to go on forever. That there's no end uh, to uh, to what uh, we're seeing. Or some could compare it to uh, uh, climbing a mountain peak uh, to reach a summit that is, you know, just goes on forever. You can never get to the top of it. That's the point here. Is like if you take a thimble, uh, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, my mother used to sew a lot. You know, I'm talking about a little metal thimble that goes on your on your finger that you know so you don't prick your finger where you're trying to use that needle take it to the ocean and you can never you know, it would just be overflowing I mean you, you, you barely only just get a just a little bit uh, in that thimble with you know without it 
overflowing just you know with that water and that's what it is when we come to jesus christ that we need to have his fullness that we can never attain enough in our lifetime that we are like that thimble when it comes to the fullness of god and that's why it's important that we come to christ each morning pressing on going forward trying to to uh, understand the things of christ jesus to dive into his word to spend that time of prayer to have that closeness that we need with, with the Lord. We never need to stop growing. We never, never need to have that uh, a sense of dullness. We should always be advancing in our spiritual walk. Only getting saved and, and accepting Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, is, is just the tip of the iceberg. That is just the beginning. We have a responsibility to continue in spiritual growth, to, to go into spiritual uh, uh, maturity is, is our goal each and every day, to absorb and understand the things of Christ Jesus. Never stop growing, never stop learning, never stop advancing uh, our walk with Christ. And I think that's a problem with a lot of Christians. They are never trying to advance or never trying to press forward uh, for the prize, that high calling. It's just, well, I've made that profession of faith. That's all I have to do. And that's it. That's the extent of their, their knowledge. And that's why it's so easy for these cults and these false religions to twist their thinking. That's why do you think Jehovah's Witness and Mormons go in groups? Because they want, they want to prey on people who have just enough knowledge to twist it and turn it around uh, so that uh, they think, whoa, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's in the Bible. And then and, and that's how they pull them into these, uh, these false ways of thinking. Uh, and uh, I don't know the times when I lived over in Johnson City. I lived over by ETSU for a long time before I met my wife. And I occasionally uh, I would get the, the Mormons. And uh, it was uh, fun even though I wouldn't, hadn't even been to seminary, hadn't been to any Bible college, but praise God for the Christian father that I had, that I had enough knowledge to uh, to debate them to a certain extent. And, uh, of course, they would get torn all to pieces and uh, get angry and get mad. And and they when one gets stumped, of course, that's when the other one jumps in. But, you know, that's they prey on those individuals who don't have the full knowledge. And that's why we have to constantly be in that state of growth. We have to constantly be striving to have more of Christ. There, there is never enough. That thimble uh, that represents us should always be overflowing with that fullness of Christ because he is eternal. There is no way to ever have enough. We should constantly be filled with the things of God. Never quit growing. Never keep striving. Always be trying to advance and learn more of God's word. You know, and what, what is great about today's technology <clears throat> is that we have the ability to read God's word. And when there's uh, there's areas that we do not understand, we can go to Google or Yahoo and, and we have the ability to have a better understanding now more than ever, probably any other time in history of what God's word is trying to say. You know, used to, all you really had was uh, the King Jimmy and you read the theist and the thouist and you're thinking, I don't know what I even read. You know, that's what, you know, I love the King James and every morning that's what I, I read from. Uh, on Sunday night and Wednesday night, I use English Standard Version because for the sake of the study, uh, it is more uh, easily understood what God's Word is trying to say. And quite frankly, uh, I would really like to preach from English Standard Version because it's the most accurate translation out there. It is so much easier to understand. But so many people, particularly older people, that's the way they grew up is with the King James. And when I try to use a different translation, I can see in their faces, they don't like it. So, and there is a, a, a poetic 
nature in the King James that uh, uh, that even myself growing up that's the way I uh, memorized scripture and understood it and so uh, there are some verses that I do like the way it's worded better but the point is um, you know be careful you know when you go to uh, Google say you know, say you're looking at our, our, our main uh, verse this morning of Ephesians 3 verse 19 be careful because sometimes they can take you to a uh, Jehovah's Witness a, um, uh, a Mormon side or something like that so be very very careful discerning where you're at stick to things that um, uh, you know that are, are accurate things like with John Popper or John MacArthur things like it that uh, uh, John Calvin uh, you know these Matthew Henry you know these kind of things you know all right if I, if I look in these sources more than likely, 99.9% of the time, they're going to be on point, and that's what I need to learn. So you got to be very, very careful when you do go online uh, to have a better understanding of God's Word, that you, you're not being led to a site that can really screw up your thinking, your theology, and your understanding of God's Word. But uh, that's why it's important, my friends, that uh, we read here in 319, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, and that you might be filled with the fullness of God. So that is important, just as we're reading in Philippians 3, 8 through 12, that, uh, that, have, uh, that I have already obtained this, verse 12, I've already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. We must press forward. We must keep continually moving forward. Uh, an object in motion stays in motion. An option, you know, if, if you are still, you will stay in that position. But we must be that object in motion that stays in motion. We must constantly be advancing uh, our knowledge, our understanding, the things of Christ, to be filled with the things of the Lord. So, my friends, that is my my. Uh, urgent plea for you today is not be stagnant in your walk with Christ, that your joy may be full and that you're constantly trying to have more of God, to be filled with the things of the Spirit, to be filled with the things of Christ, to be filled with the things of God. And and, and not, remember, we are of this world. We are in this world. We're not of this world. And, and I think so many people, their heads are wrapped up in this temporal sufferings, the temporal things of this world, and not focusing on the eternal, focusing on Jesus Christ to be filled with the things of God. Because when the devil attacks, and he will each and every day, it's not a matter of if he will, he is going to attack. And the only way is to have that fullness of Christ, to have that understanding, to put on the full armor of God each and every day. And that's over. so when the devil attacks, we have that power that only comes from Christ Jesus. We have that strength that can only come from God that enables us to fight, to move forward, to advance in our spiritual walk. And we have to quit focusing on ourselves. We got to quit focusing on the problem. We have to, you know, that's what drives people into depression. You're focusing on the things you cannot control. You know, if you're focusing on someone you have lost, well, you know, that is sad. And it's not to minimize that pain in any stretch of the imagination. But, all right, you if all you're doing is focusing on that grief, you're you're not going to you can't grow. There's no growth there. You, you know, to focus on the grief is not going to change the situation at all. All you can do is know that if they were saved, you're going to see them again. And, and, and remember, quit focusing on the loss. Focus on all the years of laughter and the, what their life was. Focus on those good things. You know, they wouldn't want you to focus on the one day 
that you, they, they were taken home to be with the Lord. They would want you to think about all the good times or the fun times of things. When you look at depression, you're looking at the problem. You're looking at uh, poor me, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and looking at things that, it's not, you know, it's not going to help you at all, you know. It's not going to, to make your day any better by focusing on problems and things of the past or the things you may be doing. They look at what the problem solver is, looking at Jesus Christ. That's the only way he's going to pull you out of that depression, pull you out of that grief, is to look towards Christ. Take each day as it, is, as it comes, focusing on the Lord. And when you can do that, then you're going to have joy. You, then you're going to have peace. And you're not going to be thinking about those things that's going to pull you down. It's either you can look at selfish things, you can focus on the wrong things. You have the choice today to focus on the Lord uh, God Almighty, asking Him for direction, asking Him for where you, He would want you to be at and how He can use you mightily. When you can focus on the things of God and strive for the fullness of Christ, my friends, then you can have something. Then you can start advancing. But if all you're doing is looking backwards, if all you're doing is looking uh, at, uh, at the problem and not at the problem solver, then that's when you've got. Uh, that's when you're going to be having a lot of problems. So you know, let our, our joy be full. Let us strive for that fullness of Christ. We have to be in a continual state of growth. You know, just as I've said before, if you have a child and you're taking it to the doctor and it's not gaining weight and it's not growing and it and uh, it is malnourished, then there is concern. There is problems there that we have that needs to be addressed. So this child can, can, can start growing. Uh, in the right direction. Well, as Christians, we there we cannot be anemic. We there's a lot of uh, starving Christians out there uh, who are not growing, who are not being fed each and every day with the Word. And so when the when the devil attacks, they fall, they crumble. My friends, we have to grow. We have to have that growth. We must have that zeal. We must have that understanding. We want more of Jesus Christ each and every day. And not be sucked into the things of this world. But we are focusing on the eternal. We're focusing on the world to come. We're focusing on God's promises. And let's build upon those foundations and learn and grow and be closer to God each and every day. Let's go ahead and have a quick word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us uh, to strive to have that fullness of Christ. Help us to be closer to you, to strive, uh, to learn more, to know more. Uh, Lord Jesus, let us walk with you closely as Enoch walked with you. And Lord, let us serve you well each and every day. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to pray that uh, you will heal this land, heal this country, uh, this division that has been created, uh, that you will bring peace, that you will end uh, this chaos, and Lord, that you will uh, mend uh, what is going on right now, and let hearts and minds be turned to you like never before. Lord, we'll lift up uh, my dad this morning, and I pray that you'll bring healing upon him, that you'll restore his health, his strength, and take away this pain and discomfort he's dealing with. Lord, I pray you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, uh, David Linda Feathers, Mr. Murph. Uh, Lord, I pray a special prayer for Ron and Thelma Thompson. Lord, be with them. 
be with Troy and Ginger Hood and uh, Lord, uh, so many uh, that we see. Be with my cousin Josh this morning, Lord, and bring healing upon him. Lord, for someone watching, the, uh, Lord, I pray also, I'm sorry, that uh, uh, you'll be with our president, give him proper wisdom, knowledge, and discernment in these difficult times, protection by him and his family, and let the outcome of our election be a good one. Lord, be with us. Let us serve you well this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Uh, Miss Talena Greer says, uh, good morning, man. Have a blessed day today. I hope you do too, Talena. She says that true, I, uh, her mom passed away. And her stepdad needs to focus on the things he needs. Uh, so we good deal. We'll definitely be praying for that situation, Miss Talena. Definitely will. Well, I do hope everybody does have a good day today. And remember, if you want to share these devotions on social media, they can find me at Dr. Young 77 If your friends or family don't do Facebook, for those who are watching on the website, uh, of course, you can always find me here at flbconline.com or on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. You can watch all the videos there. And if you haven't already, sign up and subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. You can listen not only, as members audio only, listen to the daily devotions and all of the sermons uh, that Dad and I do uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. You can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a great day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Mm -hmm.